Salut, c'est Marie de Just French It. This week, we talked about taking notes. And I showed you how beneficial taking notes was, not only for your memorization, but also for your long-term learning and personal satisfaction, right? It feels good, so it's good to do it. But there are a few things that you should avoid when you are taking notes for your language learning, right? And I'll show you just how to actually take notes at the end of the podcast. So first mistake that you're making when you are taking notes is that you are writing down everything. And it's so easy to do that, believe me, because when you are taking a class or watching a video lesson or hearing French people speak, actually, you want to be able to remember it all, right? But that's not what you should aim for. When you are taking down notes, you need to still be aware of what is happening, especially if you are taking notes from a live lesson or with your tutor. You don't want to sacrifice the time you pay for, you know, with your tutor or with your lesson to write down things, right? Seems normal. What I advise you to do instead is focusing on the lesson, on the conversation, and only writing down what you are going to need to progress. That doesn't mean every single word of vocabulary, and that's where schools do it wrong, but what it means is that focusing on what is important, the basic sentences, the ones you can modify and use and reuse over and over again. The crucial words of vocabulary according to your goal, if your goal is conversation, things like feelings, opinions, greetings, reaction, asking questions. But if your goal is business, then technical words related to your field or how to ask for more details, talking about money. You get the drill. If you end up writing too much, you will be overwhelmed because you won't have time to learn the new pieces of knowledge, you know, grammar, vocabulary, before you add new ones on top. And after a while, you'd just be drowned in too much information. I have a system to avoid this, which I will talk about at the end of the video. The mistake number two that you might be making if you are taking notes is that you are always translating. Again, this is very, very, very easy to do. And I see a lot of beginners do it and it's normal. As a beginner, you should do a bit of it. You know, translating is inevitable if you are a beginner, especially if you are monolingual. Once you are intermediate or advanced though, you should try to avoid it when possible and use other ways to remember what a certain word means. So when you are writing notes from a lesson or a conversation or a movie you are watching, the goal is not to have all the answers, right? Your notes are here to support your brain, not to replace it. Because if you are relying heavily on your notes all the time, your brain will just won't bother remembering anything anymore. And that happens, actually, if you, I don't know about you, but I like to organize stuff. Well, the best organizer, this happens to them. By labeling and making your labeling, labeling, I'm not sure, tell me in the comments. <laughs> and by making your house so organized, you'll, yes, have more free time to think about something else rather than looking for your stuff. But you won't know from the top of your head where something is. So sometimes you might actually lose time. By always checking the recipe for your cake, you won't remember it by heart. That's the problem with notes. So what you want to create, how you want to take notes, is with a system that doesn't give you the answer all the time. If you are looking for a specific word, you don't want to see the translation straight away. You want your brain to do the work and to be able to remember it over the long term. The mistake number three is not giving enough examples and contrasting and concentrating, sorry, on grammar. Yes, it seems a bit contradictory to what I was just saying about writing down too much, but 
When you write down too much, the problem is not so much the writing as the amount of, of, of information there is. So instead of writing down the full grammar rule, what I want you to do and what I advise you to do is you to write down the examples. Because when you then check it out, you will remember the sentences that you will have plenty of examples to use and then you will have plenty of examples to use or modify the sentences examples that you have according to the sentence that you need right now. If you have the full uh, grammar rule but no examples at all, then you have to redo the mental thing of thinking that where is the subject and what kind of, you know, it's, it's tedious. And when it comes to grammar, if you have been following me since a bit already, you know that I think grammar is a bit overrated. Yes, grammar is mechanics. Yes, I understand that, you know, it's something and that you need a bit of it to be able to function. But on the other hand, you don't necessarily need to know much mechanics to drive a car, right? Yes, it can help. And in some situations, I advise you to know a bit of grammar. But if every time you open your notebook or your database, which is what I'm going to talk about at the end of the video, it is for grammar, then you'll find yourself unable to communicate when time comes. Right? Because you cannot just take all the time to think about the grammar rules when you are forming a sentence. Right, You want it to be a reflex, a straightaway thing. And with examples, that does it. Because you can communicate like a caveman with only words, with you know half-made sentences. But you cannot communicate with only just grammar. Examples are much more likely to get you to speak than the actual explanations of the rule in, you know, fancy pants term. That's what I call, you know, grammar terms. <laughs> Mistake number four is not having a way to organize and research things that you already know. This is a huge flow in traditional note taking. You write down, and even if you are only writing down important things that you need to remember, and that you are careful about writing down examples, and that you do not fill your notebook and get overwhelmed, you still have a major problem. How can you know which words and sentences you should focus on? How can you find the information straight away from, you know, one notebook if you are, you know, very, very short in your notes, two or three notebooks sometimes when you like to write down a lot of things? How can you find the right information in all those notebooks? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to advise you uh, on. I want you to create and think in terms of database and bank rather than taking notes. Creating a bank is all about storing information you'll need, right? Just like you store money that you need. So it solves of the problem at once, right? If you do, uh, if you think about storing your information, you tend to not write down too much information. You don't have to translate everything either because when, and I'm going to show you in, uh, um, in the course exactly how to do this, but how not to have the translation right next to it, but still be able to look for the translation. You won't have to bother about, you know, not enough examples. You will have a full bank full of examples and you will have no more old and inconvenient system. So creating a bank is what I call the bank method. Yes, it sounds silly and it sounds, you know, evil, evil and capitalistic maybe, but <laughs> no. Because when you think about it, vocabulary and language knowledge is, okay, like money. The more you have, the more you can gather, the better you feel. I'm not saying that money is happiness, you know, don't twist my words, that's not what I said, but, you know, money makes you feel good, right? You can do stuff with money. 
Well, you can do stuff when you have vocabulary and when you have knowledge about a language, right? So why not create a bank for your language learning? Okay, we, enough with the metaphor, but you get my point. Creating a bank, a database, is simple, is straightforward, and it takes and it makes taking notes super duper easy and efficient. You don't need to waste all your lesson writing down stuff and you certainly won't waste time trying to look for the words you know you wrote down but you can't quite remember where. Setting up the database, setting up this bank, only takes around 10 minutes. So it's very quick, very simple. And it's what I am showing you on my screen in the bank method course. It's a series of videos that are talking, taking you through setting up the database, how to fill it, how to use it for better language learning and memorization as well, because it has another superpower. It's incredibly easy and you won't believe you used to do it any other way. Trust me. The link to the course with a special discount is in the description box below the podcast or on the Just French It's Cool, which you can access on justfrenchit.com. The price will go up on Monday, so grab it now. You can always follow the course next week or whenever you want, really, on any device. It's accessible online. I'll see you in the first module where I'm going to show you how to set this database. C'est parti. See you there.